Hey friends, welcome back to another episode of the Revelation Wellness Podcast. We are here today with a brand new Revving the Word from one of our amazing educators here at Revelation Wellness, Danielle Maxson. We are so grateful to Danielle and all of our educators who did such an amazing job of filling in and giving amazing content for our community while Elisa was on her sabbatical. And you guys have already heard a couple of episodes from Elisa as she's come back from her sabbatical, but we want to let you know that Elisa will be back next Monday with a brand new Revving the Word. And we want to let you know that she is ready to preach and teach all of the things that God put on her heart in this sweet season of rest. So get ready for that. And speaking of rest, we want you to know that rest is near and dear to God's heart, and it's near and dear to our heart too. So as Danielle has been teaching us about the rhythms of work and rest in last Monday's Revving the Word, be sure to go back and check that out in case you missed it. And we would love to hear how that episode or any of the episodes have ministered to you or blessed your heart as you have heard them. So leave us a review. And if you didn't know, in all of our episodes, if you swipe up to the show notes, you can click a link to leave us a message and give us, with your voice, feedback on any podcast episode. We want to hear from you. So be sure to leave us a message, leave us a note, talk to us so we can hear from you how the Revelation Wellness is ministering to your life. And be sure to connect with us in all the places. It is such a blessing to us to be able to, with you in community, spread the good news of Jesus to the ends of the earth. We hope you enjoy today's episode, and we will see you soon. Peace. Getting the playlist going in three, two, one, play. Hello there, friends. Welcome to this episode of Revving the Word. During this podcast, we get to move and listen to God's truth. My name is Danielle, and it is my joy and honor to be with you. Thank you for joining me today by Pushing Play. If you haven't already, get your shoes on as we prepare to move our bodies. Whether you choose to walk, jog, clean your house, maybe listen in the car or at work, we are going to look at what it means to pursue the promises of God. The song states that we are God's children. We are God's family. You and I are a part of God's promises. And we can find hope in his promises. We are working towards increased endurance today. This is just moving at a consistent pace. My hope is for us to have intention as we grow closer to our Father. Intention with every step we take today, every movement. Let's not just do this out of habit, or obligation, or punishment. 
but out of a desire to grow closer to the heart of God. Remember, this is a get to. We get to move our bodies. We get to listen to the truth that God has for us. Let's keep this perspective in our minds as we move. I would encourage you as you begin to move, lift your face, bring a smile, and take it all in. Whether you're inside or outside, notice your surroundings. What do you see? How do you feel? Maybe today was harder to get moving. I would encourage you just to take another step forward, one right after the other, and make the movement fun. On a scale of one to 10, one, you're lying in bed, just opened your eyes, and 10, you are at the all out push. Right now, I want you to be about a five or six. Anything over a five is purposeful movement. Be kind to yourself and move in a way that honors your body. Father God, we come to you, our Savior, our King, our Father. Lord, we just ask for blessings on this time today. We ask that we can seek your face, that we can know you more and know the promises that you have laid out for us. Lord, we ask that during this time that we can grow closer to who you are and get to know you more. Lord, we ask for uh, blessings on this time that injuries are prevented and that our bodies are restored. Be with us during this time. Be near God. In your name we pray. Amen. We'll continue moving. You are free to increase your pace a little if you're ready, or you can continue at this pace of a warm up. But it is crucial to allow those muscles just to warm up before a workout to prevent injury. So activate that core, drawing the belly button in and up, and go ahead, share some joy by returning that smile to your face. We are going to be diving into the book of Hebrews. Hebrews was a book written to the Jews to show the amazing savior we have in Jesus. In Hebrews chapter nine, we read discussions about the old covenant versus the new covenant. The word covenant means an agreement between God and his people. And this meant a lot to the Jewish people. God would make promises in a covenant, and we are going to look at the importance of these promises of God. Before Jesus came to earth and died for our sins, the Israelites were living in the old covenant, and this was given to Moses. In this covenant, animals would be sacrificed to atone for the sins of men. Earlier in the Bible, we can read specifics in the Old Testament about the sacrifice of these animals and what was used for atonement. But we know after Jesus came, this covenant changed. Let's dive into Hebrews chapter 9, verse 28. It states, So Christ was sacrificed once to take away the sins of many, and he will appear a second time, not to bear sin, it is to bring salvation to those who are waiting for him.
This is the word of the Lord. Jesus came to earth the first time to live as both man and God. In the Old Testament, there were many prophecies written about Jesus coming before he had come to earth. In Isaiah, it stated that the Messiah will be born of a virgin and called Emmanuel. In Micah, we learn that Christ will be born in Bethlehem. These prophecies were written hundreds of years before the birth of Jesus. In John 3.16, we learn that God loved the world, that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. This is a promise from God. This promise doesn't come from our good works or anything that we have done. We have this because God promised he would send a savior, and he did. He sent his son to save us. And that promise makes me smile. Yes and amen. If we believe that Jesus is our Savior, we will have eternal life with God. In the death of Jesus on a cross, we know that the promise from God was fulfilled. Jesus bore the sins of the world that day, and we also know that he fulfilled promises again three days later. He was resurrected and he defeated death. All of us, all of us can live free and forgiven because Jesus better. paid the price for I our sins. Right now, I would just encourage you to move into a comfortable pace. Maybe that's a level seven. A level seven is where you can close your mouth for a few breaths and then you need to open it to breathe. Whatever pace you choose, I would ask that you can kind of maintain that pace for about 30 minutes. Be aware of your body. Let's just, let this time be fun. Shake off the expectations of the movement and allow these words just to work through your heart and mind. God promised us a way to eternal life. He sent his son, Jesus, and he fulfilled on that promise by sending his one and only son to bear the sins of all men. We know this promise is for all of us, as mentioned. In Ephesians chapter three, it says that we are all saved. Jesus, Jesus came to save the world. Yes, we mess up. We are not perfect. But God has promised us that we are part of His kingdom. We are a child of God, and we are welcome into His eternal kingdom because of Jesus. Allow that to sink in like you've never heard it before. Jesus came to save you. Jesus came to save you. Let's spend a moment in gratitude to God for staying true to what he said and giving us his son as 
car savior from this world. So good. When I think about what God did for us and by keeping his promise and sending Jesus, I am very thankful. When we hear something often or multiple times, we might just think that we know that and not spend time. But we need to ponder the importance of what God did for us, that the promise that he kept was faithful and true and that he kept it. And remember the good things that God has done, like Jesus. We know with certainty that when God promises, He fulfills on every promise that He has ever made. The title of this podcast is to pursue the promises, and that's what we want to do today. We want to chase after the promises of God and learn more about them. When you go to a store and you're looking at an expensive purchase, think about the last expensive purchase you made. What was that purchase? Can you remember? What did it look like? What kind of store did you go to? And how did you feel buying that item? The company you were purchasing from might have made a promise or a guarantee. The object you were buying will last for this amount of time, or the object is guaranteed to work. You might even have done research on what item had the best promise. But when you purchase that item, there's often a warranty offered, just in case the promise is broken, right? If your new TV or your new car breaks right after purchase, the warranty will give you a new item or fix the newly purchased item without cost to you. The company you purchase from will try to fix their inability to keep their promise. Friends, we do not need that with God. There is no warranty needed. His word is true, and we can stand in full assurance on all of his promises. The definition of a promise is a declaration that one will do or refrain from doing something specified. When God makes a promise, he does not lie. He does not withhold. He has always and will always fulfill his promises.
God's promises are true, and we can place our hope and faith in these promises. There's an old hymn, and I grew up singing hymns, and my mom playing piano, and I remember the hymn of standing on the promises of God. And this hymn states, standing on the promises, I cannot fall, listening every moment to the Spirit's call, resting in my Savior as my all in all, standing on the promises of God. can stand in assurance on the promises of God. There is no warranty needed. God will always be faithful to his promises. How are you guys doing with movement here? Are you maintaining a level seven? If you're jogging or running, remember to work towards propelling yourself forward. Keep on your toes, lean forward. Alternate those arms, one then the other. You know, relax your shoulders. Keep breathing. Continue to engage that belly. And hopefully you can find that smile to put it back on your face. Living in this world sometimes makes it hard to believe in things or place our trust. Many of us know the promises of God. We know the power of God. We read about them in our Bibles. We hear the promises and listen to the truth in the Bible. But why do we not live our lives like we believe the promises of God? When you believe that God's promises are 100% true, that he will never lie or back down from a promise. He will do as he says all of the time. When you believe that, what changes in your life? When you believe that God's promises are always true, what changes in your life? Do you walk away from addiction? Stop letting fear control your mind? Do you step away from a career that isn't honoring God? If we truly believe God's promises and live in these promises, we might take a different direction. This might be a specific area of our life. It might look different for all of us. But what would change in your life if you truly believed God's promises? I'm going to go quiet and let you reflect on this. promises are endless and they do provide us hope. C.S. Lewis states, we long for more and God's promises is that there is more awaiting us, more to delight us than we ever will exhaust.
Being in God's kingdom means being a child of God. God's promises are more than we could ever imagine. What he has for us is more than we can wrap our minds around. God has a kingdom and he has provided us a way. When we get to that kingdom, we will not exhaust the goodness that we find in God. His goodness is unending. He has given us a place in eternity to spend time with him. He is perfect and he has invited you and invited me into that eternity with him. The verdict was guilty. We have two working songs left. Case closed. If you feel the need to get more of a no workout, if you want to push a little harder these seven to eight minutes, feel free to go sin. into an increased now pace for you. Sound crazy, if you want to maintain the pace you're like at yourself. until the end of the two songs, I that's great too. Maybe you need to slow down your speed. There is freedom here. Go at the pace that honors your body. We want it to be challenging, but we also want it to be a good workout for you. If you're starting to look down, raise that head back up. We have good news. Let others see your joy that you are hearing from the word of God. As you continue to move, I want you to remember all of God's promises. Whether you're walking, whether you're running, whether you're sitting, we are free. We are free from guilt, from shame, from sin, because God's mercy has set us free. We know God's promises are true. We've been talking about that today. We can learn how God stays true to what he says. God teaches us about commitment and about honoring what we say. We need to commit to our promises. We need to stay true to our commitments, our promises, even when the motivation is not there. When the fun is hard to find. How do we do that? How do we fulfill the promises that we've made? We know we fall short and we often cannot live up to our commitments we've made. Now these promises can be to ourselves, to others. When my kids decide to join a team or an activity, we discuss commitment and committing to this team or activity is going to be for the full duration of the season. Even if the activity becomes hard or they aren't as having as much fun as they wanted, we discuss, we sit down and we discuss that we need to be disciplined in our commitment. And often when our kids stay true to their promise or their commitment, even with parent encouragement, they end up having fun, enjoying the activity, making some new friends, learning new skills, and having fun. As children, it's a little easier to stay true to commitments because of obedience to our parents. 
But as adults and parents, it is a little more difficult to stay true to these commitments sometimes, especially ones we make to ourselves. What's one promise that you have not stayed true to? Is it a promise to honor the body God gave you with healthy food choices? Not allowing the emotional eating to happen or not allowing the, the depravity of food? Is it to honor the body God gave you by exercising and keeping your heart healthy? Was it a promise that you made to yourself or your family that you would not allow your fear or your anger to control you any longer? Did you make a promise to stop an addiction? Think about it. What is a promise that you have not stayed true to? We have all made promises. With good intentions, we make commitments to try to be better. But we often fall short when we do this away from God. We need to rely on His strength and not our own. When we make promises, when we make commitments, we might not have the motivation to continue on but we do need to have the discipline to follow through with these commitments. Discipline is something that we have to pray about that comes from the Father. When it's hard to stay true to the promises that we have committed to, He is the one that helps us accomplish these commitments. And He will help us stay true to our promises. Take a moment and think about that promise that maybe you have not been able to stay true to. What was something that you were trying to do in your own strength and in your own ability rather than relying on God to keep that promise you have made? Spend some time with God in the next minute and seek His face asking for his wisdom on how you can stay true to the commitments and promises in your life and how we can learn from his example of how he stays true to his promises. that we might have fallen short on or that we haven't been able to stay true to. I don't want you to feel shame about it. Release that to God and allow His strength and His ability 
to help us fulfill our promises that we want to commit to, we want to keep. We need to pursue, to know, and believe the promises of God because they have the power to change us, to renew us, and teach us how to stay true to our own commitments. We rely on God and use His strength to stay committed. Come in a time of cool down. Allow your heart rate to slow. Continue moving, and when you're ready, just take some deeper breaths. You can shorten your stride. Well done. Your body put in good work. If you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord, He is just to forgive. He is mighty to save. He's a shelter from the storm. These are the words of this song and it speaks directly to my heart. This is a praise for the work that God has done through Jesus and a promise that we have eternal life. There's no more crying, no more sorrow, no more death or pain. Just a welcome home. Home, a place that you and I belong. Home, a place where you are welcomed. Even if your earthly home wasn't welcoming or loving, this home will be one with no tears or sorrow. Let's return to our verse in Hebrews 9, verses 28. So Christ was sacrificed once to take away the sins of many, and he will appear a second time, not to bear sin. It is to bring salvation to those who are waiting for him. We know that God not only promised Jesus coming to earth the first time, but we read that he will make a second coming for a different purpose, to bring salvation to those who are waiting for him. In this second coming, we do not know the hour or the day, but we do know with full assurance that it will happen because God said it's true and it is his promise. Revelation 21.4, it states, He will wipe every tear from their eyes. There will be no more death or mourning or crying or pain. For the older order of things has passed away. Friends, this is God's promise to us that when Jesus comes a second time and takes us into eternity, there will be no more crying, no more mourning, no more death, no more pain. Come on, praise him. Be expectant. Be ready. Because God's word is true.
Revelation 21.4 He will wipe every tear from their eyes. There will be no more death or mourning or crying or pain for the old order of things has passed away. He has promised us that Jesus is going to return. I can only imagine we can stand in assurance and believe that. When I walk by your side, I can only there will be a day where we no longer have to imagine His goodness, when your face but we will be walking in it. I can only God has promised us a life of eternity with Him, walking side by side with Jesus. This is a promise that God has made, that Jesus is coming again, and that we see eternity if we believe in Him. Eternity with God. Friends, if you do not know Savior or Jesus as your Savior, I pray that you can discover Him today, that you can know Him today, and that you can move forward acknowledging Him as your Savior. We can spend eternity together because God has promised it. I can only imagine. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for these truths. Thank you for your promises and that you stay true to your promises, that we can have faith in them, that we can learn from them. Lord, help us to live a life that we believe these truths and these promises of you. Help us to walk out in faith, knowing that we have hope of eternity with you because you said so. Be with us today, Lord. We love you. It is in your name we pray. Amen. To my knees will I fall, will I sing hallelujah, will I be able to speak at all, I can only imagine, yeah, I can only imagine.